Handle on the News. Handle on the News! It is slightly shocking to me because he sort of makes faces and says insulting things. I don't understand why people are for him for that reason. I don't even think about him. I'm sick of him. Here's Bill Handel. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. It is the Bill Handel Show. How come it always falls to me to deliver the bad news? That wasn't a crack in your voice, was it? No, I just have a little phlegm. You sure? Yes. Bill, uh, he needs another day for that voice. He can't do a show without a voice. Well, I will say to here's what it means to his credit. He when he does something, he does it all the way. So when he loses his voice, he really truly loses it. It's the equivalent of the criminal taking the gun, wiping the prints clean, putting it in a Ziploc bag, driving out to the middle of nowhere, and throwing it to the bottom of a quarry. Right? Wow, the, the, you know the, the that pretty cops, well. Well, just the, saying. Mm-hmm. The cops will never find it, and uh, he. One thing, I think that he waited a couple of days to seek medical intervention. So now I believe, am I violating HIPAA laws right now? No. Uh, You know, but he did. He went to the doctor. He's been given some stuff to help his throat. And and we're all expecting him back tomorrow. Uh, So I'm Bongo, bongo. (laughs) So I'm sitting in. Wayne Resnick, here we go. It is Handle on the News. With Aaron Bender, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Justin Warsham, and myself. (sighs) Lead story. One of the deadliest wrecks in California history. Out on the 10 freeway near Palm Springs, uh, where the bus that was coming from the casino smashed into the back of a semi-truck and went significantly into the interior of that truck. 13 dead, at least 31 hurt. There's a lot of people still in the hospital at this hour. The National Transportation Safety Administration is supposed to arrive on scene sometime today. And I heard this part on the wake-up call that there's going to be a briefing by them at 1 p.m. today where we will get some more information about what happened. It's just incredible when you see the pictures from this as you mentioned, the way that that truck just went into 15 feet into the front of that bus. It, they said it just wiped out up to the third row. It flattened, basically, from the from the front of the bus through about the third row of the bus, just got compressed into nothing. And also, you guys were, were talking earlier about what was going on with traffic when this happened and I get road crews did have uh, traffic slowed down on that highway. They were doing some work. We don't, I think we still don't know if that's what contributed to it, but definitely the truck was going more slowly than the bus. Right. Everybody understands that at this point. So we'll get more information later today uh, as they continue to investigate. It's really just terrible. And, there's an inclination whenever there's a, an accident involving like a charter bus line. There's an assumption sometimes that, oh, it must be one of those sleazy companies that doesn't keep their equipment safe, that has terrible drivers. We're going to find out there's a big record of discipline and other problems. Not in this case. USA Holiday that runs this bus 
has a totally clean record. It's also a very mom and pop kind of operation, right? The bus yeah, is registered at an apartment <clears throat> in Alhambra. And the neighbors, I guess, know the guy who drives the bus, who is also one of the owners of the company. They were talking about him, a nice guy and everything. They, he, I guess he goes out. He does these casino runs with the bus. Then he goes home. He parks the bus outside his apartment. He's been doing this for 17 years. Yeah. With a totally clean record, up-to-date inspections, the whole thing. Now, it does say they had their insurance canceled a few times, but I'm going to guess without knowing any specifics, it's probably just a money thing. Yeah, I've, you know, you don't pay if you can't if you can't pay, they cancel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get more information later on this whole situation. Uh, the saddest part, can I just say that the, the I mean, there's so many sad elements, but the really saddest part was when they were reporting on what happened, and we knew that this gentleman, the driver, had died, and they were interviewing people around his apartment building, and they were talking about what a great guy he was, and they knew him and everything, and one of the women said and remember we all we already know that he's gone and one of the women says well i hope he's okay i was just like oh no 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 hey this is a true outrage i'm not one for hyperbole and to say that everything is an outrage this situation is a total outrage Mm. oh now we got two outrages Ironic. So years ago, uh, around 2006 through 2008-ish, when we needed people to fight wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, the uh, National Guard uh, started a big incentive program to get people to re-enlist, people who were already in the Guard who could have gone away and instead they said, please stay on and fight, and we will give you these big, there's like signing bonuses, basically. So fine. And then, about four years later, somebody discovered an irregularity in some of these payments. Fast forward to now, and the Pentagon is going after thousands of soldiers and former soldiers saying Remember when we gave you that money so you'd stay on? Well, you weren't supposed to get it, so you have to give it back years later. And you've got lawmakers saying, oh, no, 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 no. Lawmakers are very upset. And the House Majority Leader, who's from Bakersfield, Kevin McCarthy, he said there's going to be an investigation. They're going to demand a briefing. And maybe they will do something. Congress will have to pass a law to wipe out the debt. For these soldiers, which they should, like, as soon as possible. Like, what time is it? It's uh, 6.12 a.m. Pacific time on Monday, October 24th. Really, by about noon Pacific time, they should have already met, fast-tracked something, voice vote, and get it done. Because it's easy to write. We can write this law that we need right now. All debts... For soldiers who received these bonuses between 2006 and 2008 are canceled, period. Vote. All the ayes, aye. All the nays, better not. (laughs) You don't want to be on the nay side of this one. Done. 
They could have this done by noon today if they just call a, a special session. They won't. It'll bandy about. So you got soldiers. Ha- more, one guy refinanced his house to pay the money back. Another guy, this is the worst story of them all. Uh, a guy, was he was still in the National Guard, right? And, of course, now they want this money back. So he said, well, they're going to start taking it out of my check, and I can't afford it, and I don't know what to do. So he left. He not only left the Guard, he left California, and he moved to Nebraska. And he started doing, I think it was roofing or something in Nebraska, right? So he totally upended his life because of this debt that he should never, ever have to pay. And then that fell through, and then he had to move to Texas to do construction work, and it broke up his family. He left his wife and kids to go work in Texas. They're ruining people's lives, and it's not the soldier's mistake at all. So we'll have more on this with Brian Suits as part of Military Monday coming up later in the show. All right. Hey, let's take a break. And then when we come back, why do we pay the high prices in California? Because of the lovely weather. Well, not today. This is the handle on the news. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. I'm boring, so I'm taking my time on my ride. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Bill Handel Show. Bill's off one more day. He's going to get that voice back. You know what? If that if that kid with spina bifida can stand up for the American flag, if that kid can do that, Bill Handel can get his voice back. So he should be back tomorrow. Wayne Resnick sitting in. Let's continue with this morning's Handle on the News with Aaron Bender, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Justin Warsham, it's not just in Spain on the plane anymore. The hard rains are going to fall. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Oh, it's hard. The hard rains are going to fall. Wow, you get a Nobel yeah. Prize for this? I like that rain. Is that Petros driving into work? What, what's the, what's the deal? The winds. <laughs> He's the best. Yes, rain. Uh, there was rain yesterday. I saw it with my own eyes, and it's expected to continue through today, thanks to a low pressure system, dudes, moving weird. through twice yesterday, and uh, and then again this morning. I thought I heard rain while in the house, mm-hmm. only to go outside dry as a bone. It's weird. Yeah, you were hoping you heard it. It's te- it's te- look. It's teasing us and. It's just enough rain to make everybody drive crazy, but it's not enough rain to help anything. It helped me slip and fall down at the airport last oh, night. No, did you really? I feel I'm so sorry. Yeah, the, my knees the, all scraped up. The sidewalks and and stuff are very slick. You got to be very careful. But it's been. I mean, the most rainfall that I've seen reported is just a hair over half an inch, and that was up in the in the mountains somewhere. So, but it'll, it'll be going on, and then high pressure is going to develop. Starting tomorrow, and we'll get what the National Weather Service is describing as fair weather. Whatever that means. It means with no rain. Uh, As you guys were talking on the wake-up call earlier, today's the last day in L.A. County and Orange County to register to vote. Yes, uh, if you want to change your address... If you want to change your party affiliation, 
Today is the last day to do it, and you can do it online. Register to vote.ca.gov. Or how does this sound for fun? One option, just go online. Here's option two. Go to the DMV and get the forms. Oh, I'd want to do that. Gosh, I can't decide which (laughs) one is a better Yeah, you can get the forms in English, Spanish, Filipino. Pause. Is Filipino a language? Don't they speak Tagalog? Tagalog, It's Tagalog, right? Mm -hmm. To say you can get it in Filipino is weird. That'd be like saying, oh, you can get it in American. (laughs) It's not nice. (laughs) Vietnamese and Chinese. One last thing. There's an 800 number. Seems like it'd be too late, though, to call the 800 number and say, send them to me. If today's the last day. True. But give it a try. 800-481-8683. You know, too, they were saying in Orange County that they've had 93,533 new registrations since the June primary. Mm -hmm. Do you think people are registering because they want to vote for Donald and Hillary? I do not believe that. Or are they just registering to vote? Period. They're well. They're registering to vote against somebody. That's what's going on. Uh, Barack Obama is going to ruin your day. <clears throat> He's going to ruin your day by showing up around here, and by ruin your day, I mean traffic. But he will be on Jimmy Kimmel Live. I have a funny feeling that will not be live. Right? He usually pre-tapes his appearances there. And he will go to some fundraisers, including $100,000 a person at the home of uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg of DreamWorks. I want to, guys, get out your pocket change. Let's see if we can pull together. Maybe one of us can go. So uh, traffic's going to stink. And the LAPD, <clears throat> this is what I love. The president comes to town, happens to be this president, could be any president, and it makes things crazy. And then the LAPD asks us, oh, please, stay away. Stay away from where he's going to be. So it's mostly the Hollywood into the west side parts of this town that are going to be affected. Don't. Here's what I love. Avoid the 101 and the 405 between 3 and 4 p.m. That's easy to do. Oh, well, do. that's that's downtime for those freeways anyway. Nobody really needs to be going around. And the longest impact Sunset Boulevard between Woodburn and North Palm Drive, don't go there between 3 and 8 p.m. They're going to screw up Hollywood and Highland, which is already perpetually screwed up. Can't he just make an appearance via satellite at these things or hologram? Because a hologram doesn't need all this. You don't have to shut down the roads to ferry a hologram back and forth. I feel like you would get more money if it was President Obama and Tupac at the same dinner. There you go. See, you should be on the on the Democratic National Committee, Dustin. All right. Listen, when we come back, Clinton has called Donald Trump something. You'll find out what it is. Handle on the News continues here on KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. KFI AM 640. 
and iHeartRadio station. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Good morning. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill will be back tomorrow getting his voice back. Wayne Resnick here. We continue with Handel on the News with Aaron Bender, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Justin Warsham, and me. Clinton called Trump what? A sore loser. Sore losers, and you know we just we just gotta keep going. Wait, did she think she maybe she meant already? the Dodgers? Maybe she was talking about the Dodgers. I was like, did she think she won already? She didn't win yet. That's true. Hasn't she though? <laughs> oh, yet. Justin, guys, don't be in denial. We're about to be governed by a robot. It happened. Just get used to it. Yeah. I She's going to rip off her skin and Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be underneath there and Judgment Day will have arrived and it's all happened. If that's the case, they should let Arnold out now because he might actually get more votes than she would on the likability side. <laughs> I'm just saying. You guys are vicious, man. So I guess it's just because Donald Trump won't accept the results. He talks about the election being rigged. And enough of that. A porn star has come forward to accuse Donald Trump of coming on to her. Yes, the porn star known as Jessica Drake. I've never heard of her. But she's a porn Liar. star. Well, see, porn is an interesting industry in that simply if you're in it, you're a star. So she has come forward to accuse Donald Trump of the following. Offering her $10,000 and to use his private jet for adult fun times. And she held a press conference with Gloria Allred to discuss this. And guess who was there at that press conference? KFI News' own Eric Leonard. He was there. He took a photograph of them. He heard everything that they had to say about where it happened, how it happened. If it happened, we know why it happened. And Eric Leonard will be joining us at 720 to talk all about this. Anybody want to... You know, Closing comment on the 11th uh, woman coming forward to accuse Trump? Well, the only thing that uh, is interesting when you asked if any of us knew Jessica Drake and not one of us knew, her comment at this news conference was, I do not need additional fame or the type of attention that this is sure to bring. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the fame part, not one of us knows her. Eh, I'm just saying. He said Donald wanted me to come back upstairs to Donald's suite. Is that her? That's her. Or is that one of the other that's, ten? That, no, that's her, uh, uh, as gathered and, by one Eric Leonard. Yeah, he's got a lot of good audio, and uh, he'll be on to talk about it. Uh, in the meantime, Donald Trump made a historical speech on Saturday, his own Gettysburg Address.
Usually when a presidential candidate announces a some integer of points plan, my seven-point plan, my nine-point plan, generally one of the points is not suing a bunch of people. But in Donald Trump's case, his... And, you know, the number of points in his plan keeps vacillating all in the media. The, all of these liars will be sued after the election is over. Why put off till tomorrow what you can file today, sir? So he uh, was at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and he said the things that he would do in his first 100 days. And he will get rid of Obamacare. He will... Start building the wall. He will sue all these ladies. And he did say one thing. I I never thought that I would cheer Donald Trump. But one of the things he said he would do is he would, he would break up the AT&T purchase of Time Warner. Not break it up, but he would stop it. And even Hillary Clinton, she didn't go so far as to say I will stop it, but she said, well, we got to really take a look at this. So even she doesn't like it too much. Uh, We'll have more on every single point of his 9 to 11 point action plan later in the show. Moving on, remember when we were going to save our pennies here to try to get into the $100,000 a person fundraiser tonight for Obama? Right. New plan. Let's pool our pennies and see if we can afford a World Series ticket. The average asking price for the Cleveland games, about $3,900. <laughs> and if there is a Game 7, they're, they're estimating tickets for that, should it happen, will be about $5,000. I will see... And that's a bargain! I will see your <laughs> Cleveland and raise you a Chicago, where yeah. there hasn't even been a World Series game since 1945. Mm-hmm. Because those Game 7 prices in Cleveland at $5,000 are still less than what Games 3, 4, and 5 will set you back in Wrigley, each $7,200 a seat on average. Well, it makes sense to me, because it is truly historic. Right, the Cubs haven't been since 45. Been. We're not even talking winning. Right. They haven't won since uh, Methuselah was the color man. <laughs> well, and it's Wrigley Field, which is tough to get a ticket to anyway. Yeah. Right. And then uh, what's with the Indians? They haven't won a World Series since 48. Correct. Yeah. Now, they were... they were. Uh, I think they, the last time they were there was 97. Yeah. They got, lost to they, the Marlins. Yeah. They had a run in the, in the mid-90s because they went in 95. Correct. They got there in 95, but they didn't win. They got there in 97. Yeah. Um, and so... It was part of the whole Cleveland lore that uh, that the Cavs helped bust. That you know they the Cleveland teams haven't won in something like fifty plus years. Right. There's so much civic pride riding on this World Series, and even if you're not a, a a Cleveland fan or Chicago fan, it is it is historical because whichever team wins, it's historical. So it doesn't. It, I, I actually I'm kind of surprised the tickets aren't more. I have a feeling they're going to end up being more. Oh, Especially sure if it goes to a game seven. I bet you if it goes to a game seven, that's $10,000 a ticket game. 
All right. Hey, let's get take a break, and then we will uh, check in on our fight to retake Mosul, and they had a visitor. We'll tell you about that. It's uh, the Bill Handel Show. That's what it is. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. It's the Bill Handel Show. Wayne Resnick sitting in. Bill will be back tomorrow. He uh, he needed a little time to get his voice back. And we're doing Handle on the News with Aaron Bender, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Justin Warsham. How long should a police officer stay off the streets after they have killed someone in the line of duty? That is the big question being raised because there's an LAPD officer who, on July 28th, He was involved in an incident, and he shot a guy. And then 12 days later, he's back out there, and he's involved in another fatal shooting, this time of a 14-year-old. The first shooting didn't cause that much controversy, because it seems to be generally accepted that there was a car chase and a struggle and it seems to be generally accepted that the guy had a gun but then the second case of the 14 year old did cause a lot of outrage and so people are starting to rethink how quickly should you let an officer get back into the line of duty after something like that has happened and we're going to be talking more about this later in the show but uh, it's raising more questions about how the LAPD in particular handles these police shootings I just have a question because you know, we do these stories all the time, and usually the last line that we see in a news release from whatever department it happens to be is, you know, X officer is on paid administrative leave, you know, as pending the investigation. Right. I can't imagine that this investigation would have been over in 12 days, right? Well, sometimes no they are. Was. Sometimes they are. You know, if it's cut and dry, if there's a bunch of witnesses that all say the same thing, the bad guy pulled a gun and so forth, then then those things can actually be closed fairly quickly. Mm. So it's not inconceivable that he could be back on the street in 12 days. Uh, in terms of in terms of the investigation into the incident, now what about the what about the mental health and right. the and the emotional well being of an officer? Who's killed someone in the line? Of yeah, not just twelve days, but the but the the teenager's mother. Their attorney claims it was within a week. Now the shooting, the next shooting, happened within twelve days, but that he was actually back on the streets within a week. Right. That so even if it's a one hundred percent justifiable shooting, even let's go further, it's a one hundred percent necessary shooting. Everybody looks at the situation and they say, "You had to." Everybody agrees you had to, you know, kill that person. So there's no um, ambiguity about what happened, right? But still, just the fact of something that profound, the idea that they'd be back out on patrol within a week, it it doesn't seem wise to me under any circumstances. And that first shooting was his first shooting. Right, And and he'd been on the force, I think, for about five years. Yeah. You know, the vast majority of police officers never shoot anybody. In fact... There's a lot of police, you know, there's a lot of police officers who get through their whole career and they never pull their gun. They never have to even pull their gun out. So these things are very rare. In L.A., they have about a million and a half contacts every year 
And last year, I think it was what twenty one. Twenty one. Yep. Twenty one fatal shootings. So I'm not. I don't, I don't have a calculator here to do what the percentage is, but it's infinitesimal as a percentage of police contacts. Tom Hayden has passed away. Some people call him a '60s radical. He was heavily involved in protesting the Vietnam War, which, from a historical perspective, doesn't seem very radical at all. He was part of the Chicago 7. They were people who caused some commotion at the Democratic National Convention in Chicago. I've also seen that as the Chicago 8. So as you hear that throughout the day, mm-hmm. kind of depends on what story uh, uh, someone is referring to. Yes. And he married Jane Fonda. He got into government. He ran for U.S. Senate, didn't win. He ran for governor of California. He didn't win. He ran for mayor of Los Angeles. He didn't win. But he got into the California Assembly in 82. He served 18 years in the Assembly and the State Senate. And the fact is, you know, the 60s radical is a very different kind of radical from today. From today's standards, he wasn't that radical. He was kind of like somewhat left. He was 76, and uh, I'm sure he will be missed by many, many people. And then comedian Kevin Meany passed away at the age of 60. Universally considered one of the funniest comedians ever. And I remember watching Kevin Meany. And the thing about Kevin Meany is, okay, he had good material, but he just had... The most h- hilarious delivery and, and onstage presence mm-hmm. so that anything he said was funny, even if it wasn't part of a bit or a joke. They were crazy, not me. We couldn't wear tight pants growing up in my family. We couldn't wear tight pants. You're not wearing those tight pants out, mister. Put your big pants on. <laughs> going outside with tight pants on. <laughs> we're big pant people. And put your big pants on. The Lobermans are coming over, and you're wearing tight pants. Why? Your father doesn't wear tight pants. I loved him. Yeah, I really did. He was so, and he was only sixty. Right. He, they found oh. him in his home. We don't know what happened. If you're not familiar with him, a great documentary about the Boston comedy scene. I think it's more about kind of post-comedy boom in the 90s, but it's with Bobcat Goldthwait. Dennis Leary was also a big part of that. Kevin Meany, Stephen Wright. It's when stand-up stood out. I know it's available on Amazon. I don't think it's free with Prime, but I think it's also on Netflix as well. I was in the middle of checking, but when stand-up stood out is a great documentary, and he's prevalent in that huge. Yeah, uh, he'll be missed. All right, when we come back, we're going to have um, Adrian Bankert from ABC News on the Horrible crash in Palm Springs here. This is the Bill Handel Show, KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. Aaron Bender's got news right now.